Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. And now, coming to you live from atop the Lavender Town Radio Tower, it's the one... The only Pucko Podcast! In this show, we welcome Mr. Maximus along with Glass Hat Fool, Viger. It's Pucko! Pucko! It's Pucko! Pucko! Pokemon Underground Champions League, oh yeah. Let's go! Grab your friends, it's that time again. again. Listen to the show with the phone oh, never, never ends. It's Pucko. Pucko! And welcome to the 229th episode of the Puckle Podcast. I am your host, Trainer Thatch, here today with my wonderful co-hosts, Viger and Mr. Maximus. And here we are bringing you, I think I already said this, the 229th episode of the Puckle Podcast. Puckle, of course, standing for the Pokemon Underground Champions League, which is a nonsensical name we came up with in 2007 to describe our uh, our little community on the interwebs. So thank you for listening to the podcast if you're new. Uh, we welcome you to the Puckle Podcast community. You can check us out at PucklePodcast.com. We do a lot of awesome events, including chatbox meetups. Uh, one of them's tomorrow. I think that's the second Monday, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. So that's the one I run. And then Maximus runs another one on the third Friday, or the fourth Friday. Mm-hmm. Fourth Friday. Fourth Friday. So that's this month on the 22nd. Uh, but yeah, we hang out, we do things, and we do tournaments and everything, if you're not familiar. So, that's who we are. We're gonna he- we're here to bring you an awesome Pokemon podcast today, though, to talk about uh, remakes. But before we do that, let's do the introductions like we always do. And I'm gonna ask you guys, what have you been up to in Pokemon lately? Well, I haven't been on the podcast recently, so you could think a lot of things have been happening, but you'd be <laughs> wrong. <laughs> I've been slowly but surely trying to figure out a good time to drop the "Hey, can I go to PuckleCon?" bomb on my family and just be like, "Hey, I'm going to trek out to Ohio by myself with a bunch of other guys you don't know about." Well, no, you know, <laughs> well, you you're you're going to go with like Scrawn I'm going to go with Scrawn and Bosa for this. Yeah, so they're kind they're kind of my "Hey, I actually know these people. They're coming with me. They've been here. It's all cool and everything. No, don't worry. Hey, why are you locking the doors?" We haven't, <laughs> we haven't we haven't stabbed anybody out of out of the one puckle cons that we've had so far we have stabbed zero people 
Um, so that we have that going for us, which is great. Right. So I'm just, <laughs> and also I've been scouring the news trying to see if there's anything hide or tail about either Pokemon Go or Pokemon Sun and Moon to no avail. I mean, this past week has been kind of dry. Yeah. I've also been trying not to spoil myself with what Pokemon Go is going to be like. Because I want to be pleasantly surprised when it's oh in my Oh my gosh, hands. you're not going to spoil yourself. You're just going to be... I don't think you're going to be pleasantly surprised at all. You're going to be like, this is exactly I know what I thought a Pokemon it's, Mobile it's, game It's be. exactly what I think it is, but still. It's like, <laughs> I want to see it for myself. <laughs> <laughs> you're just going to be pleasantly unsurprised. Eh, I, like to keep, I like to be optimistic. You're just gonna That's be why like... they call me Glass Half Full Vagger. <laughs> Nobody calls me that, by the way. <laughs> We're going to start calling you that now. Oh dang it! <laughs> <laughs> oh, anything else you've been doing Pokemon wise? Uh well, I did go to a. Uh, I did actually go to one of my first uh, cosplay conventions. Oh yeah, you did that mm, recently. I did. It was a uh, Kawakon in uh, St. Louis, Missouri, mm-hmm. and I actually went as my own Pokemon OC. Oh yeah, that's right. I yeah. went as Trainer Viger. So, Is there a picture of that nice. on the website somewhere? I believe I sent it to you guys in the uh, uh, Facebook message. Oh, man. Group. So it's, gotta... fl- it's floating around there, so I might include it in the next issue of Pokemon. I'm going to get a uh, – I, we have a gallery like set up on the website, but it's not linked anywhere. <laughs> so... so it's like if you're on the site and you see my uh, profile pic with uh, me with a Magnemite and a Magnazone, it was basically me dressed up in that exact outfit – where did you get that I, from? Did you make it? I actually, my sister, uh, bless her heart, discovered anime, and <laughs> it it took off like a rocket. She had like three separate costumes all set up and everything, and she decided to, I showed her the OC picture that I had, as well as like a commission, and she's like, oh, I could make that, and she did. That's really cool, actually. <laughs> she just took, I basically bought a, uh, med, a uh, hospital lab coat, and she hacked off the sleeves and sewed up a bunch of other stuff on it, and it turned out awesome. I turned out one of my gray shirts inside out, and it worked out just fine. Uh, that's pretty good, actually. Nice. I'm a, yeah. I'm, I'm a big fan. It's like I brought two little props with it as well. I had a uh, toy uh, Mega Evolution Mega Ring as well mm-hmm. that I had with me, as well as a plastic Ultra Ball clipped to my waist. So That's pretty cool. People ask me, it's like, what are you? And it's like, oh, I'm my uh, Pokemon trainer OC. And it's like, wow, that's actually really cool. So That's good. I mean, there, there are definitely worse experiences people have had with, uh, with yeah. anime costumes. Oh, yeah, big time. <laughs> like, yeah. I also saw a uh, girl dressed up as the XY version of Serena Ooh. as well. So that was really cool. Took her picture, and it was really awesome. That's cool. Was a lot of, there was a lot of different... Uh, Pokemon cosplays there. There was too many Ash and Misty's though. That th- I feel like that. That just... is so common. <laughs> oh man, I know. I know. Like some people cosplay at at uh, nationals. It's not like big, but it yeah. definitely happens. I I I'll tell you this. If I if when I do come down go over to Ohio for PacoCon, I will be bringing that cosplay and I will wear that into the. Like, there are three days. One of those days, we all need to wear Puckle shirts, but. After that, we should all. <laughs> yeah, we should. One we of should those definitely days. do whatever. So yeah, that's basically what's happened with me since the last time anybody's heard from me. What about you, Maximus? What have you been up to lately? 
Um, just the normal stuff with me. I've been making Pokemon, going the league. You've been Pokemon. making Pokemon? New Pokemon yeah. for Sun and Moon? Can you tell us a little bit more? <laughs> <laughs> Did you feel the same? <laughs> um, well, when I mean like, making Pokemon, I mean like breeding. Like, yeah, right, I, I, right, absolutely. Right. We're, we're aware. We were just making the joke. <laughs> oh, this wasn't for you. This is for the people out there. <laughs> uh, what, what kind of Pokemon have you been making? Uh, let's see. I made a Gigalith. Ooh. That's actually fun. I feel like we were talking about Gigalith not too long ago, you and I. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, I made the salt vest one I always wanted to make. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Have, you been, have you been going to League 2? Oh, yeah. I went last night. Oh. I need, to, I need to go. I need to go. I'm waiting for Misty to get done with her soccer coaching thing. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to go. Because there's one on campus. And I should just go to it. And there's already a Puckaloni in there. <laughs> and I just need to go and not be socially awkward about it. Every time I hear the word Puckalonian, I always think Nickelodeon. I don't know. Oh, yeah, well, I actually know. But, but exactly Puckalonians are better than Nickelodeon. Yeah, That's the I difference. just say they sound similar. Yeah, you gotta they be are careful. far apart from each other. Oh, man. Yeah, what, have you been doing anything else lately? Well, I just want to jump back and leave a quick. Um, yeah, I actually go for it. ran into a few video actual people who play, actually played the video game instead of the card game. Oh yeah, and that's and actually had a couple battles with them. And you still get points either way, card game or video game. So I didn't know mm-hmm. no skin off my bone. But I found that there some of them are into competitive battles. So I actually showed them the Puckle website last night. Sweet. It's pretty cool, and just all the tips and trainers, all the some of the articles based on certain Pokemon, uh, and so. That's my first really actual experience of showing people Puckle, so it was pretty cool. I need to get business cards made up, especially yeah. within the next three months, because we uh, Locke and I have a design made up. Would it be and... weird if I still have the ones from last year? No. Yeah, that's what I was saying. No, I'm handing those out left and right every chance. No, you but get. I'm going to get like real ones made now, thanks to the Patreon money. And we're going to, we can like get real ones made, and they'll be professionally looking, at, instead of uh, Mr. Sniffles and I sitting on the floor. Like cutting them out, mm-hmm. <laughs> while everybody else is kicking everybody else's butts at Smash Brothers. Yes, but this time I can. Uh, uh, this time I can definitely just have them made, and we can get a larger quantity too. We can get like five hundred of them made or something like that, and that way, if there's some left over, we just go. You can go home with them. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And if you run into because I know I know people like lock and. Uh, Jushiro and stuff. They run into people who are into Pokemon like that, and they introduce them to the podcast. And I feel like giving the, giving somebody a card with information on it, you know, being it's like professional. Hey, hey, you can check them out. Here's their card. Well, that way they ha- like it's still in their pocket when they get home, you know. And they're like, oh yeah, this Puckle thing. You know, I don't know. It's just me. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> makes sense. Almost makes it look like we're a real business. <laughs> Almost. 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 There's a discussion we're all going to have to have real soon about that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> are we a business or are we just a bunch of random yahoos that talk about Pokemon over the internet? They're, they're and somebody very just very... so happens to be recording and editing it. Yeah. <laughs> no, there, there may very well be something that we're going to have to do uh, for tax purposes. But we'll, we'll <laughs> talk about this behind closed doors. <laughs> All right. So as for myself, I have not done much Pokemon-wise lately. Um, I was really banking on a Coral Coral League today. We could have talked about that. 
but that didn't happen. But we, we, we've obviously got a great discussion up, up prepared for you guys, so don't worry too much. And uh, Pokemon-wise, I jumped on Showdown a little bit because I need to get back into it. And not to mention the, uh, what is it called? The Flash Clash? Or it's called something else. Uh, let me look that up real quick. It, is it the Flash Clash? The next, the next po- Nintendo competition. I want competition. to say that's what it is. But I feel like... like I know. Yep, it's called the Flash Clash. Yeah. Uh, so uh, it's the next Nintendo competition that's happening like at the end of this month, and I think registration <laughs> opens at the end of this week. So I want to just get back into Pokemon. Flash Clash is definitely not going to be competitive whatsoever. Oh, absolutely. Like, that's my not. feeling because it's a one-on-one battle, so no competitive there. It's literally just choose one. So you just choose the fastest Pokemon. I'm I'm really feeling like bringing Shenenja just for head games. Yeah. And because then somebody's going to be like, man, I got to bring a move that's super effective against Shenenja. I'm going to lose. So you kind of like lock down one of their, one of their, uh, what's it called? One of their what? move slots. Yeah. And yeah, it's, uh, I'm pretty excited for it though. It's just for another play point. Mm-hmm. I don't even know why I'm doing the play points because I, I'm like, 90% sure I'm not going to actually compete in the video <laughs> game at Nationals. Oh, I'm not. I'm just going to be there and just be like, oh, hey, who wants to battle me? No, like, I we're, will. We're going to get all the free Pokemon cards. You have to all the side this. events. We pretty much own, not own, but we took over a good portion of the side events. Yeah, we did. We did a good time at this. I'm really excited. I'm excited to be able to do it for Friday, Saturday, and Sunday this year. Right. Instead of just spending time on Saturday like we did last year. I'm very mm. excited about it. I'm also excited for, like, th- this is just becoming a big advertisement for PuckleCon. Um, I'm also Not very... <laughs> yeah, right. Um, PuckleCon, for new listeners, is what we just call when we get together at Pokemon Nationals every year. Uh, by every year, I mean last year and this year. And <laughs> uh, but we got together last year, and I actually live in Columbus, so it's, it makes it very easy for me. But uh, I'm I'm very, very excited about this. Uh, it's going to be a good time. A lot of us are going to be here this year. It's going to be bigger than last year. Yeah. And it's going to be a good time. And that Friday, we're definitely doing a cookout at my house. We're going to be doing Pokemon tournaments, probably playing some Pokemon. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be a good time. I'm very excited. Now, here's the question that I have, Thatch, because this was happening recently. Okay. Do you think it's at all possible that we could live stream some of the video game based <clears throat> shenanigans that would happen? Possibly. We could we can work into details about this later. I'd have to So the problem is like where we would do the tournament is very far away from where my rig is. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, I mean back where your rig is, just be like, hey, let's all play oh, some oh Mario God, we're Party. Not, or... We're not fitting in the studio. <laughs> <laughs> There's no way we're fitting in the studio. And I know why you're asking that, because you were at the stream on Friday. Yeah. For those uh, of you who don't know, Thatch and Misty Sometimes stream various. It's mostly videos. Misty. It's Misty stream. Uh, well, still, an interrupting Thatch may appear. <laughs> well, she asked me to be on this time because um, she she's been streaming, but the, I mean, it's obviously hit and miss when you first start, right? Yeah, you don't always gain followers when you get on, and obviously, like I'm I I'm nice as a fiance, and I put out her stream information to everybody <laughs> when we stream. <laughs> Uh, for those of you who are curious, uh, Misty's my fiance. You can check her out at the tipsy chick on Twitch. Uh, but we were, we were doing Mario party this past Friday. Cause she needed somebody to get mad at. <laughs> well, we, well, we, so she didn't know about Mario party. Well, she knew the games existed, but she never played it until, 
uh, last weekend because mm-hmm. my parents came to visit. And so we, it was my mother, my mom's birthday. And one of the things my mom loved to do when we were kids was play Mario Party with us. So we're just like, let's play Mario Party with you. And so we played yes, Mario Party. That sounds Party. like nothing like my mom. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, my, so we sat down and we played Mario Party for a while, and Ka- that was the first time Catherine had ever played it, and she had a lot of fun. And so she asked me if I'd come on the stream with her, and, you know, Jay Woods had a very good time doing mm-hmm. Mario Party streams, and I'm like, yeah, you know what, if anything, even if you don't gain new followers, you're going to have fun doing it. Oh, of course. Um, which, That's kind of thing. Yeah, and, I mean, it definitely helped her, because she's, like, still trying to figure out how to do Twitch right and, like, talk all the time. And I do that for, like, an hour and a half a week about Pokemon. Right. So, <laughs> I'm a little bit more of a natural. Um, though there are some, there are some like, ideas being spit out there of a Puckle Twitch. Uh, That's always so, a possibility. It's, it's technically a possibility. We'll see how it goes, though. So. It's just like I see the potential. It's like, on my YouTube channel, I've, I've already gotten my first comment of, because hey, I'm actually doing a playthrough of undertale for the first time and people are already starting to ask hey are you gonna do a pokemon nuzlocke or something and and i was like it's a possibility if you guys are willing to watch that it's definitely a possibility and so i'm gonna i'm throwing it out there as a feeler right now (laughs) but we'll we'll discuss it it'll be something that i may or may not do i don't know uh, I want to keep. I wanted to get Misty on her feet before I decide to start starting a Puckle stream. You know what I mean? Right. And yeah, so that's it for the introduction, guys. There is some news for us to talk about though today, so we're gonna we're gonna switch over to the news, and we are going to cue the epic music. <laughs> Radio Tower. This just in. And on to the news. So it has been a slow news week, but it does not mean there has not been news. There's uh, always something to talk about from yeah, the usual, I, I, like Pokemon Shuffle update. <laughs> <laughs> I think the biggest I'm piece so of news of that came out this week is that Pokemon Go, uh, the beta will be coming to Australia and New Zealand very soon. You can go and register with a Gmail account to get in on the beta. So if you're interested in that, go ahead. Um, and if, if you, you live are, in the Australia, New Zealand area, lucky you. That's true. That's true. Um, the, there have been no, uh, rumors that the translation makes it seem like the beta is not going to go anywhere else after this, which honestly to me is fine. Um, Niantic, when they released Ingress, I don't know. Like I'm basing this off one data point, so don't take this with any like like matter of fact statement. Right. But an interesting to note is that Niantic, when they were beta testing, this is the open beta, the open beta towards, um, or I, I don't know. Is this a closed beta or an open beta? What's the, uh, the sound of it is it's an open beta because you just, you can sign up okay. and saw and register on the official site. This doesn't guarantee that you will enter the field test. So it's, I'm might be like a semi open beta. Se- that's how I feel. It Everybody like has the opportunity to sign up, but not all will be chosen. So I guess yeah. maybe that's a closed beta. I, <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I don't know. Beta is more in it's the a beta. It's <laughs> and it's a 50, 50 chance if you getting in or not. It's an interesting th- statement though, that if this is the open beta, the open beta for Ingress uh, came out October 30th of 2013 
And then the general release was December 14th, 2013. So end of March, we had an open beta for Pokemon Go. We could say maybe two months later, we'll actually get the the actual product. So end of May, beginning of June. Yeah. Um, I think I think that's all I wanted to say. I just wanted to make that statement about where Pokemon Go might be in its development cycle. Yeah, because as of right now, we still don't even have a month confirmed to yeah. when Pokemon Go is going to be released. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But if there's a pattern developing, then that would be it. Uh, there's no pattern, but it's... <laughs> if it's, I said it's like, if. it's like It's like me going, Viger... What's uh tell me what the next number in this pattern is. One. Uh what's the next number? Uh, Come on. You should be able to figure uh, it out. Uh, <laughs> uh. Exactly. Uh, um yeah. so for TCG fans though, this is an exciting time. For TCG fans specifically with Android devices and no iOS devices for some reason. Boo. Of, well the <laughs> iOS well the iOS version keeps crashing on me, so That's I don't true. always have to say this is a blessing in disguise. Uh the the beta there's an open beta now for the Pokemon TCG app on Android. So you can check that out. I might actually do it because I don't actually um you can't do it on the iPhone, but you can do it on the iPad, right? Yeah, this is a Android tablet device. But the, yeah, so. but I have an app Android tablet. So yeah, I don't. But then I again, I have it. a running laptop that plays it anyway so yeah that's very true and so um this is very exciting i think that's really cool um let's see um oh so we were talking about the legendary birds actually with their hidden abilities coming to japan and i believe europe they're also coming to the united states via pokemon club newsletter in your yeah this is just they they did this recently or they did this uh last year with the unova starters yeah. So this is pretty much the same thing. Um, it's one of those things like, hey, everybody else is getting this. I guess you can have it too. It will um, be distributed via serial code through those yeah. emails, by the way. So it's it's a one. It's for. a one per person. Yep. Articuno will have Snow Cloak. Zapdos will have Static, and Moltres will have Flame Body. All of these are better than like their normal abilities. Well, so usually with the hidden abil- usually with the hidden ability, that's the case. Uh, no, not Once. true. <laughs> no, I said usually. Scizor doesn't have one. It's light metal. It's yeah, not good. light metal's garbage. I think the same thing for Metagross too. Clear body. Well, he no, he gets clear body regularly, right? Yeah. And then I think he's light metal if he has his hidden ability. There are some garbage. For hidden most abilities. Pokemon, when you hear hidden ability, you're like, "That's what I want to go for." Yeah, that's how you feel. That's like your initial gut reaction, and then you're just like, "Oh man, are they that hiding is not this from me?" he's <laughs> <laughs> like oh man this is garbage I, I i will say a vast majority of hidden abilities are good uh, yeah so a vast majority there are some really bad ones <laughs> some really bad i think sableye sableye gets prankster never mind one of his normal abilities is stall uh, okay so oh my gosh is there no other news oh so uh, japan Pokemon finally got pokemon snap on the wii u not good uh, I mean, I mean, not 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 good, but it's the same game. Nothing yeah, new happened. Nothing new. It's nothing like move the Wii pad around, Wii U pad around to actually take pictures. No, it's all still in the sticks. Yep. Make um, a new game already. Yeah. Hey, Pokemon, snap it, you. You would think <laughs> the that Pokemon game- take pictures of you. <laughs> you would I think mean, the gamepad would make the best controller for that. Yeah. No, no, no. We we've all talked about how this is probably a very large missed opportunity. Yeah, uh, yeah. It was just like you had it so well thought out. The Wii remote, the Wii U pad as a camera. 
just make a Pokemon snap. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's it's definitely And you will literally thing. print money from your <laughs> <laughs> The other thing is if you miss the Hoopa event this past uh this past December, I believe it was, you In can your go life. ahead and actually download Hoopa via serial code to your Pokemon XY Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire. Only if you haven't gotten it from McDonald's. You can enter the serial code Hoopa2016, and you can download it until April 30th. Sweet, I think I they can get another did. one. Uh, you can't get a for... second. You can't use it to get a second. If you already no, I, have one, I didn't uh, get it. I didn't get it from McDonald's. Oh, you didn't get it from McDonald's? Okay. No. Yeah, someone gave me one. It's oh, only yeah. saying though that it's only saying though that it's for people in Europe. Um, what? I believe it works here as well. I will double check, but oh, maybe it is only in Europe right now. That would make sense. Never mind. See, see, that's not you, you. You killed my dream right there. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry, Maximus. Go move to Europe. Maybe it'll be better. Um, also, currently the Jirachi events going on in the Nintendo Network. If you haven't checked that out already, um, let's see. Oh, speaking of which, I got I, lucky. I got mine yesterday. Timid, oh yeah. Health, special attack, and speed. Nice, nice. That's pretty good. So I think the last thing with the news is that. Uh, Pokemon Ranger for the Nintendo DS is seeing a Wii U virtual console release in Japan on Wednesday. So, yep. yeah, if you no like, news of the US, no, as as it always is. But would you like to spin circles on your gamepad on <laughs> on, on a display of the DS? <laughs> yeah, because um, I don't. It's I don't want to. I already, I still have Pokemon Ranger. I'm not going to need to do it. I'll just destroy my 3ds. It's fine. Right. Uh, okay. So I think that's it for all of the real news that's happening. I really um, think that is as well. Yeah. So Puckle News PFTT is still going. Um, that's happening still. And then what is the other thing? Oh, I meant to email all of the people who applied for gym leaders. Um, Shamu and I have selected them. I just have not sent the emails out lately. Um, I am just getting swamped lately at work, but I'm also getting swamped because I'm getting married in like six weeks. Dang. So <laughs> there's there's a lot of things that need to come together within those six weeks. Get ready for that Puckle Podcast wedding episode. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be I, an anime-centric episode where Misty we'll talk about is, all of our uh, shipping opportunities. Misty's oh, like, Misty wants to vlog <laughs> it and or like the the wedding and like the honeymoon and everything. Because we're gonna go to uh, we're going to Hawaii, Hawaii, Hawaii. and do some of that sun and moon uh, research. I'm gonna, over there. I'm gonna like go outside and buy a ukulele. Of course and, you would. Yeah, that's pretty much <laughs> like my my whole goal of going to Hawaii is to get, get a, ukulele, a ukulele, nothing else. <laughs> drink a good mai tai, and oh, go to a luau. Um, I'm probably gonna go to a luau. Though the, I went the last time I was in Hawaii, I went to a luau. It was a great time. Um, here's the drinks an, are really cheap at the luau's. Here's a cool opportunity, though. If Pokemon Go comes out before you go to Hawaii, then you could go to Mauna Loa and catch yourself some fire types. You assume that's how it's going to work, but I, I assume mean, exa- that's exactly how it's going to work. You should um, see some blossoms. It would be very. I would be very excited that Pokemon Go is out before my wedding because I'm going to Hawaii. <laughs> but. Oh well, we'll find out. Only only time will tell. Yeah. All right. So we are going to. Oh, also Patreon patrons. Some of you have hit the three month mark. I am making T-shirts today. I I am so sorry. I'm just getting so swamped by work and everything recently. So, um, I mean, 
within like I think in like seven weeks or seven or eight weeks, I'm just gonna be done with the wedding stuff, and I will have no more planning left to do. So it'll go much much sm- smoother in the very near future. I will have lots more time. I'm actually I'm actually planning on committing a little bit more time to Puckle after the wedding and everything. So we're gonna see what happens. We'll see how that works out. All yeah. right then. We are going to, um, I think that's it for the news. We are going to take a short break here, guys, and we are going to go on to the topic. Hey, guys, it's Viger, and thanks for listening to the Puckle Podcast. Now you're probably asking yourself, how can I find out more about this podcast? Or how can I help make this podcast even better? Well, we have a number of different ways that all of our listeners can help. You can follow us on Twitter at Puckle Podcast. And like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash pucklepodcast. We also have a subreddit at reddit.com slash r slash puckle and a Tumblr page at pucklepodcast.tumblr.com. If you want to be even more direct, head on over to the website itself, pucklepodcast.com. When we post weekly articles, podcasts, and other announcements, such as various tournaments and events that we have planned, You can really help us out by reviewing us on iTunes or even donating to our Patreon account at patreon.com slash pucklepodcast, where all the donations help make the podcast and the Puckle community even better. We also allow our listeners to participate in every episode of the podcast through our mailbag segment. Send us your emails at pucklepodcast at gmail.com with your message over the episode's given topic, and you could win the coveted Green Taros badge. Thanks for your guys' continued support, and I'll catch you on the flip-flop. And on to the topic today. Our topic today is Pokemon Remakes. We're going to be discussing the topic, or just the concept of remakes, and what we think might be coming up in the future. So, let's kick it off. I'm going to ask you guys, out of the three remakes we've had so far, uh, Fire Red Leaf Green, um, Heart Gold Soul Silver, and Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire, which one do you think sold the most? If I had to pick out of the six that you've listed, it would probably have oh, to... Do, do them in pairs. Do them in pairs. <laughs> if I had to I pick have. from the three sets that you've said, uh, I would have to say Heart Gold, Soul Silver. What about you, Maximus? Same, Heart Gold, Soul Silver. Okay, you're both right. Because um... <laughs> I, I, I've always just hear a lot more about them than I did Fire Red, Leaf Green, and Aura. I feel, I feel like there yeah. was just a different place where we all were um, in Pokemon. Because we're all roughly the same age, right? Mm-hmm. And so where I'd our age so. group was at those at that point that when nice those school. games came out, I feel like I feel like Pokemon wasn't cool during Fire Red Leaf Green to our age group, and then Harkold Soul Silver at the time those came out, it went very well. Um, yeah, people were in college age, late high school, and it mm-hmm. was a good time. And then you have Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire which is actually just in time for all the people who jumped in during Ruby and Sapphire to be old enough to like be nostalgic about it. Yeah. Um, which is really ironic, I think. However, uh, let me give you the sales figures. So, Harkle's Old Silver have sold about 12.72 million units. Um, all right. Followed by Fire Red and Leaf Green, which have sold 12 million units. And then there's Pokemon Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire, which have sold 11.46 units. Let me million units. Uh, let me double check my uh, how recent this was. That's a lot of games. That <laughs> is a lot of games. Yes. Wait, how much was Hard Gold and Soul Silver? It was at 12.72 million. 
I believe. Um, yeah, oh, we're still at 11.46 right now, it looks like, for Omega Ruby, Alpha Sapphire. And let me let me double check the other source that I was looking at for the rest of them. It was it's definitely um I mean I, I'm surprised that Omega Rubies and Alpha Sapphire are at a lower figure right now. Obviously they still have they're still on the store shelves. Mm-hmm. So there is time for them to sell like an additional half a million units. Oh yeah, especially with all the products going out of Pokemon Go. Oh yeah, right. There's like, a lot of Pokemon advertising being done right now. Mm-hmm. Another one was done by NeoGaf. Let's see here. NeoGaf. This is probably old, but let's see. Do, 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 do. Do, do, do. I don't know. I don't know exactly the numbers then, but I think it's, I think it's interesting to see that Heart, Gold, Soul, Silver have definitely sold more than the other two. <laughs> um, I think that, I think that's interesting because if you actually look at the reviews, Heart, Gold, Soul, Silver are the ones that came out with the best reviews about being a remake. And so I think we should open up the discussion to what do you guys think make makes a good remake? Uh, aside from graphical improvements from the predecessor, I'd have to say uh, more integration with what's currently run in that generation. Like the uh, different mechanics. Like back in Gen 2, you didn't have double battles, but come Gen 4, you did. So there was that. Mm-hmm. And of course... With heart, gold, and soul, silver, Pokemon following you. <laughs> let's not. Let's not. <laughs> no. Oh yeah, God. you're just doing that to. <laughs> I know. I am literally just doing that to get to Russell Thatch's Jimmy's. Oh my God, so. that's 100 percent true. <laughs> let's not even talk about how much I dislike that. If you oh, want man. a good remake, have your Pokemon follow the hunt. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Right. So. Oh my gosh. <laughs> but no, it's just these sort. But in the idea, just these subtle little nods of different improvements for, like, a few things here and there and just be like, look, we changed this because we felt like it. Felt like mm-hmm. this was a good idea. And maybe following behind was one of those things, but just the idea of just adding something new that hasn't been done even in the current game that's being run instead of the remake. It's just a nice little thing that makes it stand out. Along with the Poke Walker as well, with Hard Gold and Soul Silver. Oh man, I think that was oh, also yeah. that was probably. A, I think uh, that's probably what made it sell even better. Yeah, I think that definitely aided it. I mean, they came out with these cool peripherals for the first two version or the first two uh, remakes, right? And uh, Leaf Green Fire Red was were the first games that actually used this wireless adapter for the Game Boy Advance, and they were packaged with them, and which is really cool. And it's it's really cool that those existed. Um, I hope they like, it was definitely, it was definitely the entrance. And then you had Harkles of Silver with the Poke Walker. That was a peripheral that was included, which was equally as cool, right? Yeah. Or not equally. It was definitely cooler. I mean, I still have my Poke Walker right here in my drawer. Um, <laughs> I still have it and it's, uh, it's, a, it's a good time. I mean, um, I will have to say though, if we look in retrospect to some of these video games, I think, I think if we were to talk about how how, how well they've aged, mm-hmm. um, Heart Gold Soul Silver has definitely aged very well. There are a lot of mechanics in it that are fresh and only in Heart Gold Soul Silver, and not just in, um, not just in Gold and Silver as well. But there's things that were added to it, like the Pokeathlon, yeah, and stuff like that. 
I think there's I think that's definitely something like you like you were talking about. It should include something new. It should it's like a refresh of the region. You know what I mean? Yeah. With something new that makes it stand out not only from the original that it's a remake of, but also from the other yeah. game that's already before it for that current gen. Yeah. What about you, Maximus? Is there anything that you would like to like that you need to see from a remake? Good pacing. Story Good, pacing. That's probably true. If there's awful pacing, they should fix that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Looking at you, Hark Gold Silver. I'd almost have to say in the in the way of pacing, I'd almost have to say Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire was better oh, with that, especially with the Delta episode. With with the Delta episode, I felt the pacing was really poor. Um, oh, with really? the game, I feel like there was a very good pacing because they let you do the things such as fast travel and stuff. Like, right. If you were somewhere and it's just like, oh, you have to loop back to Mallville City and, you know, your rival's like, hey, we could just walk there now and you're like fast travel there. I think right. that was I think that was a very good improvement to make. Um, the one thing that I think hasn't been done in, well in these remakes so far has been the the way they've changed the mechanic or changed like the leveling of Pokemon, like if it's done poorly or done too well. Yeah, they have. I think they that's just adjusted that. I and mean, I think, Heart, Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire is definitely guilty of this to a huge extent because of the item or the uh, experience share. As well as being able to gain experience from catching Pokemon as well. Yeah, and it's it's definitely uh, a much faster game in that respect because it's made as a true remake. I mean, it is a 100% true remake. You could probably have a normal difficulty Pokemon game playing with the experience share turned off. Yeah. Um. Let's see. But at least with the EXP share, that it's a thing that you can just turn off whenever you want. Mm-hmm. It's not like a thing you're locked into. Yeah, that's true. No, I agree so with you. That's always it's always nice that that feature's there. It's like, you know what? Nah. Yeah. So <laughs> Um so I w- I do want to say I don't think I, Maximus and I were talking right before about this about fire red and leaf green. I'm going to step back to this before we start going on some rampant speculation. But <laughs> uh <laughs> Fire Red and Leaf Green have definitely I in my mind not aged very well. No. I don't think they've aged very well. They were yeah. they were cool when they came out, but now looking back on them, I don't think it was that good. I'm actually watching a, a Team Four Star do a Nuzlocke in Fire Red right now on their gaming channel. They're in a Lavender Town mm-hmm. right now as of this as of this recording, and uh, I'm just looking at the gameplay. I'm just like, oh, it's it's you really look garbage. so much better in Diamond and Pearl. It's it's honestly not the graphics. You sound just, so much better in Diamond and it's Pearl. It's not even it's not even like the graphics or anything. They just the gameplay. They it's made just, it, yeah. um Leaf Green and Fire Red was kind of there when like the Pokemon hype was die quote unquote dying down. Yeah. <laughs> again, Cuz again, any franchise that's still selling, you know, 10 million units isn't really dying down. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but maybe to them it was feeling like it. But yeah, it was it was that third gen area where I I sort of did have my falling out with the series. Yeah, right. And I was just kind of like, "Uh." Eh. But then Gen 4 came around and I was just like, "Wait a minute." <laughs> yeah, no, there's definitely I've, a lot of people like it or like that. And so what they're trying to do is they're trying to grab a younger audience again. And mm-hmm. so what they did is they remade the original games because they did really well, right? They did yeah. really well the first time. They did like 30 million units in sales. They threw out that nostalgia hook. Yeah, exactly. And so they're just like, this game did really well. Um, we can bring in 
uh, a new generation of fans with the same game. And what we'll do is we'll make it easier. <laughs> Which is what they did. Because you can choose any of the three starters and not have a problem with Brock, right? Yeah. You, you can choose. Where if you were picking Charmander, you were basically setting the difficulty to hard. Only, only I would argue you only did that in the original red, blue, and yellow. Or red and blue, yeah. for that matter. You don't do it in uh, Leaf Green and Fire Red. Because at level 13, guess what your Charmander learns in Fire Red and Leaf Green? Oh, everybody's favorite steel type move. Metal Claw, right? Mm-hmm. So, super effective move on Brock right there. Yep. Uh, so Charmander could actually, or Charmeleon for that matter. Charmander. It would be Charmander. I think it's level oh, 13. Let me double check. I'm going to double check. Because so every like, time I've seen people run, start with Charmander, they always take Charmeleon to Brock. And I don't know if that's like just evolution perks or if that's when It might just be a better attack Metal or something Claw. like that. Let me take Dude, a look here. Does Brock's Pokemon even know any ground or rock type moves? They know Rock Tomb, and rock, they I, do in Gen Three. In, in Gen Three, they do. I know in the original, yeah. all they knew was the original. Tackle. It was Bide. That Bide, was the yeah. big kicker with uh, Bide. Onyx. <laughs> oh God, Bide! Bide. Uh, Why isn't it more competitively viable? <laughs> uh, in so in Fire Red and Leaf Green, Brock has Geodude with Tackle and Defense Curl, and then he has an Onyx with Rock Tomb. And uh-huh. tackle and stuff like that, but he does give rock tomb in fire red leaf green, which would be super effective against Charmeleon. So maybe they bring Charmeleon in as like an attack boost bonus or something like that, and speed as well, just to be able to be like, oh, I'm gonna oko you with metal claw, <laughs> and just run train that way. But I mean, but you is could... that necessarily like an improvement on it, or is it just like catering to those newbies that are starting off with no, it? No, it's, it's just catering to those newbies, and that's one of the things. It made it easier to play the game. Yeah. Right? To to be an introduction to it. Look, super effective moves, you're charming. If I was, if I was, a, if I was a dad in that era when I grew up with red, blue, and yellow, and then I had a kid, and then Fire Red Leaf Green came out, and I discovered that Charmeleon, or Charmander and Charmeleon could learn Metal Claw and Onyx New Rock Tomb, I would have been like, okay, son, you can dr- you can start off with Charmander, but you cannot learn Metal Claw until you beat Brock. <laughs> you will not tell- know real pl- pain until you... <laughs> no. But it's... but then my And then my son, who will be super duper smart, will just be like, but Steel-type moves are super effective against Rock Tomb, and I'll grab him by the shoulders and be like, you don't know what it's like. <laughs> <laughs> to take a Charmander up against an Onyx with no steel type moves, and my eye will be like twitching and bloodshot, and just be like, you will take your Rock Tombs and you will like them. I didn't even have Rock Tomb against him. Oh man, it'd be. It'd... I still lost. <laughs> it was, it's definitely interesting. It's yes. It's it is very all, interesting. and that's what that's the beauty about a remake as well. That reflection of the first time you went through with the original and then you take this remake and you're like, man, I remember when this looked like a whole bunch of pixels. The music was all bleep bloop and it was all in black and white, man. I'm glad I, I'm glad it's <laughs> and everything. Cause it's like, it, we all, I think we all experienced that little bit of nostalgia when we got Oras and we were, I don't know that I experienced. You definitely didn't experience it. Well, I did. I didn't <laughs> experience it. Well, I did hit get a little bit of that nostalgia they, they, when you f- when you first start off the game, and then oh, yeah. Professor, who is it? Uh, Birch. Birch. I totally forgot who he was. <laughs> you see Professor Birch in all of his like sixteen bit glory, 
just like he was on the Game Boy Advance with the same. I think same, it's thirty-two bit if it's the Game Boy Advance. Let me I, double check. I'm, I don't. Yeah, I think it is in his pixelated form, in uh, on a little uh, like message receiver or whatnot, and it's just like, wait, did I get Ores or did I get a copy of Ruby and Sapphire? <laughs> and then it backs up and is like, no, he's just watching this, and we're like, oh, that's a nice touch. Now, did Professor Birch give him that? Because I mean, he planned for him to. No, it's like, just no. I feel like I feel like it was just. I I wouldn't look too much into that opening scene of Oraz. It was more like of a uh, throwback to be like, "Hey, welcome to Pokemon." And it looks just like the like that. Definitely, I thought that was a nice touch. And then after that, everything in Oraz was just like, "Okay, so you can Remember be how you I can be too it? close to a like you can do too true of a remake and not true enough." Right, yeah. and this is this is the fine line I think they play when they're doing when they're making remakes. Right, mm-hmm. you have this fine line that you're walking, and Heart Gold Soul Silver hit it right on the nose. They did really well. They added just enough stuff, and they kept very true to the remake, but they made it a f- true fourth gen game with the second gen story. Mm-hmm. And in, um. Omega Ruby this, Alpha Sapphire, I really felt that they were just too true to yeah. the the remake. Because it's like Heart Gold Soul Silver is uh, Cynthia in those games. Because I I completely forget. Um, she may make a cameo. Because in that, I do like that kind of spin on it as well. It's mm-hmm. like yeah, this is fourth gen Sinon Champion uh, Cynthia. You're playing a Gen two remake, but hey. It's still in the world of Gen 4, which may overlap every once she in a while. She does show up at the Shinto ruins, I believe. And just it just be like, yeah, you're playing a remake, but this is the current gen that we're in right now. Mm-hmm. It's just a nice little nod, just being like, hey, enjoy your nostalgia. Shinto ruins. I apologize. I, I use the actual name of a religion. <laughs> All of our like Japanese fans are just angrily <laughs> typing on their keyboard. Like, oh my gosh. <laughs> no, no, it's uh, it's the Shinjo ruin. She's there. She's also in a cabin. Uh, oh, it's all at the Shinjo ruins. But because yeah, it's, <clears throat> it's like she help. Doesn't she help you like capture? It's if you get the Arceus event from Toys R Us, you can use it in fourth gen to go ahead and get an egg and get a level one uh, of your choice, Dialga, Giratina, or Palkia. Right. And so she's in there. She she's there to let you look at it. Um, let's see. It's a, it's very interesting. It's very interesting. So, let's see. Moving on, though, from the quality of these games. Unless, anybody, you have anything else you want to add, Maximus? Mm, not much. Just, like, overall, I enjoyed them for what mm-hmm. they were. Oh, yeah, especially, absolutely. Especially yeah. at the time. Right. I, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna definitely, like, put an asterisk and say, like, Pokemon is still my favorite franchise. <laughs> I played all of these games and enjoyed them. <laughs> Just some of them are better than others. Yeah, with like we said, um, Heart Gold and Soul Silver aged a lot better than Leaf, Fire Red and Leaf Green. Mm-hmm. With Oras still out being the latest gener- well, generation, well, generation and game, like mm-hmm. we can't really compare that to them. Yeah, absolutely. maybe through a couple of years, maybe we can come back and look at that. But yeah, they seem all right. Like. It's all right. Like I don't know if they're going to be reaching hard gold and soul silver, but they're good games overall. I mean, I'm not. I mean, yeah. There's definitely some di- interesting things they added. I just don't think they added the right things. But that's just that's an opinion, right? Mm-hmm. <coughs> oh, excuse me. 
I had a frog in my throat. Uh, so let's jump in quickly. We have a we have like another five minutes here. We can. I want to talk about what we think the next remake might be. So uh, we can. Yeah, that's so. So there's definitely a lot of things we can talk about. One, we can talk about hashtag Sino confirmed. Uh, mm-hmm. But there's something interesting I'd like to pull out, pull up other outside of the fact that we already have uh, red, blue, and yellow on the virtual console. I'd like to point out that we have. Um, we we that ah, Use generation words, one Matt. is on yeah right. I'm bad at words. Generation one is on an older engine than any other game right now, right? Yeah, and so what? I I don't know. There's a, there's definitely an opportunity to update it on the same en- engine that we're on, and yeah. for the 20th anniversary, maybe that's something they want to do. Maybe um, I again I wouldn't be surprised if they said no because you can't. I mean, you can play them all on 3DS now, right? I, I yeah. guess to you me, you can transfer them over. Yeah, and you're gonna we're gonna be able to transfer them over. So maybe it's not that big of a deal. Um, but what do you guys think? What do you think the next um, remake's gonna be? Do you think we're gonna skip a generation in Gen Seven and not have a remake, or do you it's, think we're gonna see Gen One, Gen Four, Gen Six remakes for some reason? It's possible. Maybe we might even like. I mean, this is me going like crazy into like maybe because it worked in fifth gen, perhaps a direct sequel for Sun and Moon. Yeah. Instead of a remake. I like, can I can see them going into a cycle where they do a remake every other generation, maybe. Yeah. Because to me, it feels too soon for a Gen Four remake. Even though I guess it's been nine years since Diamond and Pearl came out, almost exactly. It still I, just I feels like Oras came out yesterday. Yeah. To me, mm-hmm. so it just feels like it's. It's super like too soon. Yeah, no, that's for that's a the way new I felt. for a new remake. I feel like doing something like waiting ten to twelve years for a remake is necessary. Yeah, I think you think you should wait because the people who jumped in on that generation will be able to get that kick of nostalgia, and I think that's probably more valuable than anything else. Just like they did with Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire, it was a twelve years or not not even that. It was twelve thirteen years. Oh, wait, no, no, it was 2014, 2003, 11 years uh, in between the release. And I think that's good enough to be like, hey, I was five or six years old when I played the original games. Now I'm 16, 17, and I'm going to want to play that game because it's just the new, improved version of the exact same game, but it's going to look way better. Maybe there's some improvements, stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but so, do you think do you guys think we're getting Gen Four? Yeah, me be, me with Gen Four being my favorite generation, I'd like to think that, but I'm not going to be disappointed if it doesn't happen. That's true. That's that's so a, that's a I good would point. I would like to see Gen Four on like the Oras or Sun and Moon engine. I would love to see that, as would I'd assume anybody else. But if it doesn't happen, if it it doesn't happen, and if it happens, thank Christ it happens. <laughs> I mean, we're, this is definitely not a timely conversation to have because we're, yeah. we're we don't have sun and moon in our hands. We don't even we're have talking about the next place. thing after that. Right? We're already talking <laughs> about post sun and moon. Yeah, but uh, here's here's my question: like, if they do decide to just do a direct sequel, pull a black two, white two, for sun and moon, uh, what would you think that would be called? Uh, sun tune moon two. Uh, <laughs> Well, I was thinking lunar maybe, eclipse, solar eclipse. Yeah, I was about to say it's just like either solar and lunar, or just call it Pokemon Eclipse. Oh, pull a platinum and 
do that. I don't think they're gonna. I don't think we're ever gonna see the single third game release again. That is just me. Yeah, I, Platinum I, was the last one, and it's. I think still Platinum was the last single third game release. I yeah. don't think we'll ever see that again. I think they will just kind of alternate. We're on this like three and a half year cycle for Pokemon right now. Right. Generations, like a three year cycle or so. And I think we're they're going to stick to it. And what they're going to do is they're just going to do two sets of games every generation instead. Yeah. To make up for that. And we're, we're probably going to get some kind of follow-up to Sun and Moon. What would be also be interesting is instead of doing a remake or something, they do like a sequel to an older game. You know what I mean? I would yeah. I would be down to see not, you know, Time, Diamond, and Space Pearl, you know? Yeah. Instead of seeing that, I would be really I'd cool say, to I was, see if I was Diamond say- 2 and Pearl 2. You know what I mean? Yeah. What happens in the aftermath? Yeah. I wouldn't even be upset if after... <laughs> after uh, what is the after we get Sun and Moon, we get something like X two and Y two, like we've all been hoping, right? Mm-hmm. Then something that would just go back to a previous. Gen- if you're gonna do a remake, go back to a previous generation and tell me a new story. They 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 were trying so hard to do that in Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire, and they just didn't. I I feel to me personally, they didn't get there. They they tried. They're just like Team Aqua, Team Magma, but there's also Mega Rayquaza trying to do this and trying to do that. So I I don't know. I'm I'm hesitant. Yeah, I'm hesitant. But yeah, any concluding remarks from either of you? Um, I would like to see Adamant Diamond and Lustrous Pearl remakes. Maybe. Mm. Yeah, that's a that's a possibility. But I, well, I wouldn't be disappointed if it didn't happen, and I would be thrilled if it did. Yeah. How about you, Maximus? Um, if they do it, they I hope they do it well. That's all. That's, that's all. <laughs> yeah, that's all Don't I would probably up, ask too. <laughs> Whatever they do, do it right. <laughs> all right, we are gonna take a small commercial break, guys, and we will catch you on the flip flop. Hey, Narker, could you tell me what time it is? Sure, let me just check my Rogan Roller Rolex. Whoa, that's such a cool watch. I know, Rogan Roller and Rolex combined to build this awesome Rogan Roller Rolex. That's so cool. But but it doesn't look like a Rolex. Rogan Roller. That's because it's made from Rogan Roller's tears. What? They cry? Every single time. Every single time what? Don't worry about it. the episode and welcome back we are here with your pokemon of the episode our poke of the episode this week is national dex 593 jellicent the floating pokemon its Alpha Sapphire Pokedex entry states, The fate of the ships and crew that wander into Jellicent's habitat. All sunken, all lost, all vanished. <laughs> hey. It's what you get from the Pringles Pokemon, am I right? <laughs> he is the Pringles Pokemon. Uh, <laughs> for those of you who don't know, male Jellicent looks like the man on the Pringles can. Oh man, that's too good actually. Um, <laughs> So Jellicent's actually a really interesting Pokemon and very cool to look at. And actually one of like it's one of those it's another one of those Pokemon I've been meaning to run competitively, but I have yet to run competitively. So 
we are going to highlight some of the thing, some of his key features, and Maximus and I came up with a set for it that is not on Smogon or anywhere else. You can take a look here uh, when we mention it. So he's got a base 100 in HP and a base 105 in special defense. This screams to me special wall, um, mm-hmm. especially with his typing being um, being ghost water, which is a very unique typing. He's very slow at 60, so he's not going to go anywhere very fast. He's got a decent special attack at base 85. His defense is paltry at 70, but it can definitely be worked around. And we have some workarounds for that as well. And um, attack is 60, but you're not going to attack. You have a special attack. So in the set that um, that Maximus and I came up with, we were running... Y- you go ahead and read it, Maximus. Um. And explain the logic. Well, we're basically making a bulky special defense wall, just straight out special defense. But, however, we do have something for the physical side, so don't worry. Um, the, <laughs> we're going 252 HP and 252 special defense. And if you want to, you can either put that last four in special attack or defense if you want to. Mm-hmm. And for the moves, well, we only got four. We, we there's a, just just want to put out there, its move pool is huge. Oh my like, gosh, it's got a huge move pool. You can definitely from, try to run something in like RU or something that's a that's a sweeper. This Pokemon is an RU, by the way. Um, it's definitely used in other tiers, but you could definitely I could see it running a special a special uh, attack set. Yeah, I can definitely see an expert build on this thing too. Yeah, absolutely. Like. It's not even, it's crazy. I see Ice Beam, Shadow Ball, Psychic, Sludge Wave, Sludge Bomb, Energy Ball, Scald. Dazzling Gleam. Dark Pulse, Surf. What was that? It's a huge it's, move it's, pool. That is. It's just a base 85 special attack. That's not bad in that tier. It's not bad at all in RU. <laughs> but, but, um, tier, but for the moves we're using for our special defensive wall, we have Scald, Wizards. Like, it's pretty much a necessity. Not really a necessity, but, like, a general thing with all bulky water types just to lower down the attack of the opposing Pokemon, especially with the burning. But if you don't always want to rely on that, we also have Will-O-Wisp, so you can get some guaranteed burning. And then for these next two moves, kind of either or, Shadow Ball and Hex. With Hex, if you know, if the Pokemon you're attacking has a status... In, Status ailment, it doubles from 65 to 130. So that's a good thing for the most part, but it's kind of a two-turn move if you want to do it that way. And mm-hmm. for the last move, it's one of the also bulky Pokemon. Like I have this problem with Gastrodon a lot. Recover. Bulky Pokemon do not need recover. <laughs> I'm sorry. Especially Pokemon that only have one weakness. I, I, I can't believe it. They gave a Pokemon like that cover. But, yeah, that's pretty much the generic... Not I wouldn't say generic, but the set we came up with. Mm-hmm. It's not generic. Not too many people run special defensive uh, Jellison, I think. It's a, it's a pretty good Pokemon, I think. And special defensive would be something interesting to do. I haven't played enough RU to know whether or not there's a niche in the metaphor, but I feel like there should be. <laughs> Alright, so... Um, Viger... Do you have any words on that? Sounds good. Sounds good. Sounds reasonable. <laughs> Sounds good. All right. Uh, Sounds as good as I. We can move on to the TCG though. 
Yes, so unlike Jellicent in VGC, uh, Jellicent's not really got much going for it in terms of the TCG right now. There's only one Jellicent card in circulation right now from the Phantom Forces uh, booster set, I guess is what you would call it. It's just your basic stage one card. It is an EX, so it's it's water type with 100 health. Which is kind of low for a stage one. Which is pretty low for a stage one, yeah. But, which is kind of the opposite of the bulky VGC that you guys are talking about. <laughs> uh, it only has two attacks. Uh, meddling, which only costs one water energy. Attach three energy cards from your opponent's discard pile to his or her Pokemon in any way you like. Oh, that would be interesting to like shut down decks that rely on pulling energies from the great or not. I'm I'm talking Yu-Gi-Oh. Pull it from the discard pile. <laughs> from the discard, yeah. So if you're they're trying to set up for like Eveld Hall or something to power up its Y ball with all sorts of energies and everything, or however that would work, throwing it onto another Pokemon and then they can't use it anymore is a lot better you kind of control where their energies go. So it's, it's an interesting, mm-hmm. it's an interesting way to, it's an interesting attack. I'll well, say it, it actually combos really well with its other attack. Yeah. With its other attack ensnaring spray, which requires one water energy and two colorless. And it does 50 plus damage. This attack does 10 more damage for each energy attached to your opponent's active Pokemon. So meddling can set up for ensnaring spray. The only thing I would say about this is you, there are not too many decks running cart energies that aren't necessary to, for that Pokemon to attack. Yeah. And the other thing is um, Ensnaring Spray, if it did more than 10 per energy, it might be useful. Like, even if yeah. it was 20, it would, it would be something. Because you could have, like, 5 energy on a Pokemon. That's an extra 100 damage. That's 150 damage attack. There you go. But That's what something. attacks require 5 energy? Yeah, well, I mean, you put and three then you, more and onto then your that, opponent, right? But then you that's wasting your turn trying to set up for an ensnaring uh, spray. That's not awful because you, you could you could set, get Jellison out real fast. Um, it only requires one energy to do meddling. So first but turn, you got three meddling. Three as well, well. You can run a double colorless. True. Double colorless is like very standard in TCG. Right. So it's it's not terrible. Uh, it's definitely not good. Yeah. It's just um, it's, it's, it's one that, of those things that, that would be fun to try out at league. Yeah, it's just a resounding meh. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. You have any words on that, Maximus? Any opinions? Not a bad. It's not a little, not I'm gonna say good, but at least it's not a total garbage Pokemon. I will yeah. say because yeah. there are a lot in the TCG. I mean, I'd say about ninety five percent of the cars in TCG are garbage. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> there, it, I would say it is a bit of a standout because I haven't heard of any other Pokemon that can do the energy man- manipulation that Jellicent can do. So yeah. it's an interesting little... You'd, like You would have to find match. the thing for it to counter. Yeah. Let's see. So let's see. Do, 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 do. There isn't really anything in trivia. No, there as isn't. As it's, it's got a unique type combo. It's and the only. It. It's the only water ghost, which has always been something that's kind of irked me the wrong way. It's like, so a jellyfish can be considered a ghost. I have you seen like real jellyfish? You feel very like haunted by them. Yes, and all the transparency too. But right. I just like they're just mystical to me. I've just never really seen it. Like, 
go like go to your is... local aquarium. Oh, I've seen jellyfish before. I went just to New stare Jersey. at the jellyfish and be like, man. I've seen jellyfish. How do they know to move? I've watched they Finding Nemo Thatch. I know what a jellyfish looks like. They don't have brains. I don't have anything. How does that they're, work? They're just a floating nervous system. How does that work? Efficiently, apparently, because they can, they're can. they basically unage themselves and snort over again. That's true. All right. <laughs> So that's it for the poke of the episode. If you want to hear more about Pokemon and competitive scene, you can check out pucklepodcast.com. You can do so by um, checking out all the awesome articles. (laughs) Do you want want to list off all our names? Because I'm going to miss one. (laughs) I got nothing. Okay, so Viger's doing the news. Scrawn's doing Pokemon Origins. Uh, Snag and Whimsicott are doing opinion articles. Jushiro does TCG sublime does vgc basket does a monthly comic and mickey panda does anime synopses i think i got everybody yes i didn't miss anybody yay all right so check that out we are gonna kick it on over though guys to the mailbag catch you guys in a minute it's mail time it's time for the mailbag Sending your emails. The mail's here. Check your inbox. It's time for the mailbag. Mail! And welcome back, guys. We are here for the mailbag. The mailbag, as always, is brought to you by the energy drink, Green Tauros, the energy drink that gives you hooves. And as always, we will be giving out the Green Tauros badge if there is somebody we deem worthy. However, I believe that everybody who emailed in might already have it. I could be wrong, though. Well, while Uh, we're reading them, you can check them. Yes, absolutely. (laughs) And so we have um, our – for those of you who are new, this is our segment where you guys can write into us at pucklepodcast at gmail.com and answer a question that we ask you guys every week or just send us an email and say hi. Tell us we're awesome. Tell us you're awesome. And I always love that positive feedback to remind me that I'm cool. Yeah, right? We (laughs) we need it. We strive for it. That Um, I'm relevant. (laughs) So let's let's dig on in and we're going to get there. Our mailbag question last week was, are you guys excited for the Pokemon Go beta? What do you guys think? And what team do you think you'll join, knowing that there's no difference between anything other than the color? So, <laughs> let's I'll be jump. joining whatever team you join, Thatch. I'll always be <laughs> That is side. what most of the emails say, actually. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, as it should, because it would be really cool if we had our own Puckle-designated team. Yeah, that's probably what's going to happen. Uh, so, here we go. First one is from Youngster Soul. Oh my, I am so stoked about the beta leaks we have, we have, I am, as I have surmised that the Pokemon Go leaks will have, he's spelling leaks like L-E-E-K, by the way, uh, the special uh, Pokemon uh, Go leaks will finally allow my Farfetch to evolve. I get it. I've been trying and trying all sorts of leaks to see him evolve and nothing has worked. Yet I know that with enough elbow grease, he'll surely evolve. I'm interested to see all of the Pokemon coming to my small town in North Carolina, as there is a reasonable variety of Pokemon that supposedly changes between each corner of America. Pokemon Go has me not just hyped, but mega hyped. I will be strutting around my small town and beat the rest of my neighborhood and catching the most Mons. They'll be running home to Mama when I show them, 
that I have an ultra rare Wigglytuff, I'll dominate the cul-de-sac. Cul-de-sac. The cul-de-sac's what got me, not the mwahaha. I got. I just immediately uh, started thinking of Ed, Ed, and Eddie. Yep. <laughs> oh, and I think I'd join the red team if the teams are just red, blue, and yellow. But if the teams were based on legendary birds, as you mentioned, I wouldn't choose red since nobody cares about Moltres. Ho-Oh beats it on the whole loosely based on a phoenix thing. Zapdos all the way, baby. Sorry if it's a tad long for your liking. Ha! Catch ya on the flip-flop. All right, so the next one is not a mailbag. I just accidentally highlighted it. Um, Oops. <laughs> so the next one is from Jedi DJ. I got this one then. Greetings from Florida. I think the footage lakes for Pokemon Go are pretty cool. I will be playing on an iPad mostly because I use a Windows phone. This will limit the random walks to areas with Wi-Fi, but I live in a decent-sized city, so I'm not too worried. As far as teams go, I will be on whatever team Puckle is. If y- if it were up to me, I would go red or yellow. Oh, yeah. We're definitely going red or yellow. <clears throat> One of if the it's two. just based on colors, because everybody's going to go blue. We're yeah. gonna, we're, we, I'm, thinking, I'm thinking yellow, because like, red's going to be all the competitive people, and then yellow's going to be the one that's left over. So yeah. we'll just be like, yo, we're the yellow team, guys. And That'll work. then we're going to be the saviors of the yellow team. Don't worry. Yep. Everybody will look up to Puckle and be like, I want to be like those guys. <laughs> What's this Puckle you're speaking of? Everybody keeps talking about it. Oh, that's what it is. Exactly. <laughs> on a different note, I wanted to comment on internet toxicity. Specifically, the comments about Generation 1. The Pokemon community seems to hate a bit on Gen 1, especially since the 20th anniversary this year. I even heard one of Puckle, who shall go unnamed, blame things that he felt were wrong with Pokemon on Gen 1ers. That could be a lot of us. Yeah. <laughs> you could be naming literally anybody. Because I definitely at least once or twice have gone on Gen 1ers. I'm not saying that they're bad people. I mean, a Pokemon fan is a Pokemon fan. Oh, I, 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 if you're not a Pokemon fan, you've probably gone on to Gen 1ers and been like, listen, there's five, uh, six other generations yeah, right it would, now. It would literally just be something like Open that. Open your think... eyes and accept the entire world as it is. I would say right now, I don't think Gen 1ers are a problem. I mean, they're definitely... I'm not going to blame anything wrong for them, because no. they're definitely what's driving this hype train for the 20th anniversary, and definitely what the yeah. 20th anniversary is trying to do is trying to like play on this sense of nostalgia. They're, on, they're at the front of the engine, blowing the horn. Yeah. <laughs> Which is fine by me. Ah. For it. They're, they are the ones that also got very overhyped for Pokemon Go. But yeah. <laughs> I digress. And then immediately when, like, they see a Cyndaquil in one of the screenshots. They're gonna be like, "No, <laughs> there's no, some fun stuff. There's some fun stuff in that beta, but there's no, there's no Gen two Pokemon yet. There's no Gen any other than one Pokemon. Unless you have the missing no uh, equivalent in Pokemon Go, and then you get this two D Snivy sprite <laughs> for That'll some work. reason. For some All reason, right. that's in the code. But whatever. All right, people need to relax a bit. A Pokemon fan is a Pokemon fan, regardless of which Gen they started on. Generation 1 pokes will be getting a lot of attention this year because it's part of the marketing plan. There will continue to be an abundance of these original Pokemon because they are trying to call back old fans. They want to bring back Pokemon, and the truth is that most people associate Pokemon with Gen 1. And the sales right. figures tell me. Yep, yep. That's... The sales figures said that there were like three, 30 million copies of Red and Blue sold. Like when, like... You, 
10 million or 12 10 to 15 million of like every other generation it's like when you think of pokemon what do you immediately think of pikachu in the first three starters yep. they are gen one it's that's just the way that it is. that's that's a good one yep. Maximus. that's YouTube. that's just the way that it is this is also why there will probably only be original Pokemon in Pokemon Go at launch. Most casual fans will want to download and catch the Pokemon that they recognize. Now, with all this said, I love Pokemon. I like all the generations. I just want everyone to relax a bit and learn to enjoy it all together. Besides, we have a lot to look forward to. The Pokemon community seems to be growing rapidly, and Pokemon is making a comeback. One last thing. I was coming out of Target, and I saw this sweet car window decal. I wanted to share it with you all, so it is attached. For the listeners, it is a it is two Pokemon trainers, a Pokeball, and an egg. I had never seen one of these before, and it was really neat. Anyways, sorry for the long email. Keep up the great podcasts, and may the Force be with you. It's Jedi really cool. J. It's really cool because it's like those things where, like the families, you know, that they put yeah. in the back of their minivans. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's the it's Pokemon trainers and then like a Pokemon egg. Yeah, it's train it's uh Trainer Red's avatar, then the May avatar, and then yeah. an egg. It's so cool. I'm I'm 100 dead. That's gotta be on. I Etsy would put somewhere. that on my car. I think it's on Etsy <laughs> somewhere. It's gotta be. Yeah. So, it's not being sold in retail. It's probably yeah. on Etsy. Um, Maximus, you get this next one from Dennis, the DDG maniac. Alrighty then. Hi, Thatcher, wonderful, glorious, and also oh, challenging co-host. Just for the record, I, I added that bit to that. You embellished it just a little, right? <laughs> <laughs> it is I, Dennis, the DDG maniac, writing to you guys with a sigh of relief. Still not okay with the method of evolving your Pokemon, but it may end up adding more of a uniqueness and fun. I'll join whatever team you guys think Puckalonians will join as a community, but if it has to choose, I would definitely pick the red team, since no black team in red is my second favorite color. Well, that's all for today. Spook you next time. All righty. I'm still saying yellow. I like <laughs> yellow. Just because we'll be the different. underdogs. We'll be the underdogs, guys. All we right. are the underground champions league. So we are the underground. Underground underdog champions league. Whatever. Whichever one you want to be. Still uh, <laughs> still comes up as Puckle. Still comes up as Puckle. Hey, uh, Puckle Game. Oh, this is from Cookie, by the way. Uh, hey, uh, Puckle <laughs> hey, Game. Hey, I'm just reading an email now. Cookie here. To start things off, t- thanks a ton for awarding me the green Tauros badge last week. I totally high-five myself in the car while I was listening. Well, here's another one for you. Um, I just wanted to chime in on the lore of Team Red, Team Yellow, and Team Blue. After doing a ton of research and interviewing my secret arsenal of Pokemon Company employees, I determined that all of the teams are related to hot dogs. Team Red prefers ketchup on their hot dog. Team Yellow prefers mustard. Team Blue was added not to offend anyone who doesn't eat meat or who doesn't enjoy the taste of a perfectly grilled hot dog. <laughs> so this is that that's for Scrawn, I think, right? I guess. Um, so obviously red and yellow will be teaming up against blue. So eat a hot dog and join team red cookie. Oh man, that, that was if we're team cool. green, then they'd like relish. Relish, yeah, right. Mm-hmm. I'm really surprised there's only three teams on Pokemon Go. I expected more than three, but I think if you get more than three, it's gonna get a little hectic. Well, Ingress only has two. <laughs> yeah, well, I know it only has two, and that's definitely a downer. And it's gonna it's gonna be cool having three because you can have two teams team up. You know what I mean? Yeah. In an area, 
to try to like take something down, and I think that's very interesting. Uh, but either way, uh, you want to get this next from from Ten Little Men, Viger? Uh, yes. Uh, he's coming to PuckleCon, by the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Alrighty. Hey, Puckle. Heyo, Puckle peeps. Ten Little Men here to write in to this week's mailbag. But first, I would like to thank the Fluffiest Whimsicott for her kind words last week. It really made my day much better. Hashtag praise Whimsicott. Yeah, let's get that trending, guys. Let's get that trending. That's been going on for a while in our, <laughs> in our little Puckle community. I want to see it pop up on Twitter, dang it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I already gave my thoughts on the Pokemon Go beta in last week's mailbag. So if you missed it, go back and give it a listen. Hashtag shameless plug. Let's get that trending as well. <laughs> as for what Go team I plan on joining, I'll probably wait to join whatever team Puckle plans on joining <coughs> in typical Mareep fashion. I really do hope that there are more Mareep creative... fashion. I just <laughs> totally missed that reading that on my phone when I first saw that email. <laughs> <laughs> I really do hope that there are more creative names than just the colors, so I do understand that it is a genius marketing decision for the Pokemon company as far as attracting old fans go. Well, sorry if this mailbag was a little shorter than usual, but thanks to exams, I'm writing this at 3 o'clock in the morning, but I still really wanted to write in. 20 drowsy flip-flops, 10 little men doesn't hip know how to end this mailbag. (laughs) P.S. Really looking forward to the upcoming shirts. Cannot wait to see how the designs will turn out. Uh, So my screen messed up again, but there's some salvageable stuff on it, so I'm going to make some prototypes. And you can all see. Hopefully today I will get them. I do not know where my green ink went. Uh, oh, there you go. <laughs> I gotta find my green ink. My green ink. Um, but yeah, thanks a lot for that. And so we have one more mailbag today. It is from Arkham Shriftry. This is all for Mister Maximus. All right. Wait, what? Uh, how did he? How did he... <laughs> I don't know how he knew was on the show this week. Wait, what the? Yeah, yeah, that threw me off. I was like, what? wait, what? <laughs> I don't know how he knew who was going to be on the... Maybe Everybody he... check under your beds. I think he might be hiding. Yeah, right? He didn't ask... <laughs> he did not ask me. I didn't and... see anybody come in. <laughs> I, I know. I didn't tell him. I didn't tell him. <laughs> I didn't. All right. This is word by word. Hello, Thatch, Mr. Maximus, and Viger. He actually put that in there. I don't know how he knew. I, he, I, we are not joking. That is literally... Mr. is even capitalized, both the M and the R. <laughs> I am back from my mini hiatus, and let's just say it is really rough the past almost. It was really rough the past month was for me, but now I'm getting back on my feet slowly but surely. Now on to the mailbag. All the leaked info we got was literally what I thought most of us expected. The only thing that bugs me is that we've only seen Gen One Pokemon. Now you. now you three can't correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe a bit back they said Pokemon will be region specific. Now, if that still holds the truth, it would be lame not to have the full Pokedex. That is my only gripe for the teams. I don't think there's any meaning behind them besides the colors. Flip, floppity flip, it's a crit, Arkham Shifty. I don't know. I'm really, like, if they're going to be location-based, I think what we're going to see is Gen 1 Pokemon at first. And you're going to see, yeah. by location-based, you're going to get a lot of the normal Pokemon, I think, very regularly in a lot of areas. 
Yeah, like, normal Pokemon are just going to be found everywhere. But I feel like, like, I feel like you're going to see like 20 Pokemon in your area. Yeah. That's the way I think. I think you'll see about 20, 15 to 20 Pokemon in your area. I mean, this is all speculation, yeah. by the way. I'd also like to hold out hope that, like, let Pokemon Go sit for several months to a year and then unveil Gen 2's. Yeah, I feel, I feel like it would be is going to be a slow rollout of more Pokemon. There will definitely be more Pokemon. Oh, yeah. You've it, got I, all these characters and you're not going to use them for this. This Pokemon is replayable because you keep adding new ones into the mm-hmm. mix. So if you want to keep people playing Pokemon Go, keep adding new ones into yeah, the mix. For them you, to get go to the point, you get to the point where somebody's like, man, I've caught all of the Pokemon I could, right? Or now. <laughs> and then you go ahead and you release new ones or it could just be the beta and they just decided to do the first 150 for the beta and then come full release oh look all 720 plus yep <laughs> 100 100 or 720 pokemon i mean they i don't care it was a slow rollout i don't care yeah or not one either way there will be i there's no doubt in my mind there will be i'm always for the slow roll so that is it for the mailbag. I am not sure if any of these people do not have the green Tauros bag. You were supposed to check them while we... I was not checking. I was too busy doing Pokemon things. <laughs> None um, of which was checking to see if any of these people have the green Tauros badge. I think all of them do. Cookie definitely does. Ten uh, Little Men does. Ten Little Men definitely does. Jedi DJ? Jedi DJ, I believe, does. I think Arkham Shifty does, too. He yeah. Does. <laughs> We've given out a lot of these badges. Jeez. Um, yeah, right? I know. <laughs> We've given out a lot of these badges. Arkham Shifry has it. Um, I'm looking. I think almost. Who else? Who else Jedi DJ. It? Jedi DJ. Let me find J's. Um, Jedi DJ has it. All right. Who else did it? Who else is there? Uh, uh, we had Youngster Soul. Dennis, I believe, has it, if I'm not mistaken. Youngster Soul may not have it. I do not see Youngster Soul here, but he could be under a different name. Uh, <laughs> if not, Youngster Soul, you want it by default, maybe? <laughs> maybe? If you have it, well, If you don't think it's a good email, we don't have to do it. I mean, we could just obviously say nobody gets it this week. Well, no, he was talking about dominating his that's cul-de-sac, true. so... Yeah, let's go. And Youngster laughing Soul. maniacally while he did it. So. Youngster Soul, you win the Green Taurus badge. If you do already have it, do not tell me. Um, We're just going to put you down on the list as saying now you have it. Yep. So now we know. <laughs> so if you already have it, don't yep. say anything. Yep. If you already have it, don't let us know. And <laughs> uh, that's it for the mailbag. The mailbag question for next week, though, I think it'd be interesting to hear what you guys think you we should see in remakes um, and whether or not you think we're going to see a remake in Gen 7. And what your favorite remake right now and is. And your favorite remake. I, I, this is three questions. Lots of things. Everything about remakes. Plenty of writing material. You only have to answer one of them. Uh, so <laughs> you can send those in to pucklepodcast at gmail.com. And if you're itching for some more Puckly goodness this week, we've got it in many forms. One, you can follow us on Twitter at Puckle Podcast. You can like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Puckle Podcast. You can f- subscribe to our subreddit, r slash Puckle. Follow us on Tumblr, Tumblr or PucklePodcast.tumblr.com. You can also um, check out the TCG podcast this week, which comes out on Thursday. Also, this Monday, the day this episode came out, uh, April 11th, 2016, you can come to the chat box for the chat box meetup. We're going to hang out. I have some shiny Raikus from the Gen 4 event. 
weekend. We're going to be giving them out. And I also have some 6IV dittos if you're missing those. So check that out. That's pucklepodcast.com slash chat. Or you can just click on it at pucklepodcast.com. And if you have uh, some extra time this week or tomorrow or whenever, and you're just like, man, I wish Puckle could get better and better and better. Well, let me tell you two ways you can help that out. One, you can go to iTunes, even though you don't have an iTunes account because iTunes is really clunky. You can <laughs> go to iTunes, though, make an account, and review us there. That helps people review, uh, it helps boost our ratings on the podcast, and it really, really helps us out. We really appreciate it. On top of that, you can, uh, if you have some money and you're just like, man, I wish Puckle could give out some really cool prizes for their tournaments and stuff, you could check that out by going to patreon.com slash puckle podcast we have some cool rewards there and if we hit our next milestone we'll be giving out all of the bumper tracks that we have here at the show all the bumper tracks (laughs) all of them absolutely all of them so check that out and uh i guess that's it so here in the lavender town radio tower i'm trainer thatch i'm viger and i'm mr maximus and it's closing Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.